You are listening to the Torah Sparks Podcast, the podcast that finds and ignites sparks of spiritual light and meaning in anything and everything, bringing out lessons and values straight from the Holy Torah. I am your host, Ori Strum. Let's jump right in. Red pens. Do these two words give you negative vibes? Do they bring back sad memories from high school when your teacher handed back your test paper, covered in red ink? If you are an honest person, you will probably agree that there are a lot of other scary things that exist in this world as well. Skydiving, tarantulas are just two examples that come to mind, but I think we can all agree that the scariest of all is the horrific sight of red ink on a test paper. In a fascinating article on phys.org, Bob Yurga writes about a study done by sociologists Richard Dukes and Heather Albanese of the University of Colorado regarding red pens. You heard it right, red Pens. Their research suggests that when teachers add comments to student papers with red pens, students actually perceive them more negatively than if they use another color pen. Yurka continues, Dukes and Heather theorize that red ink is akin to using all caps when writing email or text messages. It's like shouting at a person, and those on the other end quite naturally feel a bit abused and respond by growing angry or sad, which they know doesn't really promote the learning process. They suggest instruction they suggest that instructors stop using red pens and go with a shade of blue instead. This is remarkable, no? In life Hashem, the ultimate teacher and instructor, he never hands us a test with comments written in red ink. Hashem understands that we may have messed up and we may have made a mistake, aka we may have sinned, but he wants us to move on. He wants us to progress. He wants us to learn. He doesn't want us to become angry or sad. He wants to promote a learning process of life. He wants us to believe in ourselves and for us to get back up on our own two feet up and running. The Torah in this week's Parsha, Parshas Mishpatim 22.30, the Torah says, People of holiness shall you be to me. You shall not eat flesh of an animal that was torn in the field. Rather, to the dog shall you throw it. So here's the source to throw the, the food to the dog. At first glance, the, the two clauses, though, the, right, the first part of the Pasuk talks about us as Jews being holy, and the end of the Pasuk is talking about um, throwing the torn animal in the field to the dog. Like, what is the connection? Is there a connection? If it's the same Pasuk, so you would think there is some correlation. There has to be. What in the world is Ve'anche Kodesh Tiyun Li? People of holiness, shall you be to me? What is the connection between that? Have to do with throwing the ripped apart sheep to the dogs. What's going on? But we're not in the dark. We're not left in the dust. Thank God for the Dasikanimi Baale Tosos. The Dasikanim, the authors of the Tosos, they say something that is, simply put, 
astounding. And I think it can give us an understanding, an approach to understanding these this peculiar verse that we just quoted. The Dasakanim says that people used to use the dog to guard their sheep from wolves. I mean, obviously, that's it's it's not as common today. People have guard dogs, things like that, but it was much more common back in the day. They used to have these dogs to guard the sheep from wolves, and it would sometimes happen that a wolf managed to get past the dog and rip apart one of the sheep. Instead of not giving the ripped apart sheep meat to the dog because, hey, you didn't do your job, you didn't do your job properly, the Torah tells us, do not be a kafui tov. Do not be a denier of good. True, the dog messed up, but consider all the times that the dog did its job. Consider all the sheep that your dog did save from the wolves, and all the times that it will continue to save your sheep from the wolves in the future. Therefore, the Torah tells us, throw the ripped apart sheep meat to the dog, because after all, it was just trying to do its best. So yeah, it let a wolf pass, and one of the sheep ended up becoming, you know, meat for the wolf. Take that ripped apart sheep and throw it to the dog. Don't be a denier of good. Don't be a kafoy tove. Appreciate everything the dog has done for you and will continue to do for you, even though despite the fact that, yeah, it, it, it messed up in this situation. And now we can understand, based on this approach of the Dasakinim, who's explaining why it is we throw this ripped apart sheep to the dog, perhaps now we can understand the beginning part of the verse, the verse that tells us, the Anche Kodesh Tiyun Li, the Torah is calling and telling us and preaching to us and, 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 and singing to us, people of holiness shall you be to me. And we ask, what does that have to do with the rest of the Pasuk? Throw the ripped apart sheep to the dog. Because based on the approach of the Dasakinimi Balatosos, we see that the Torah is teaching us in this verse a lesson in Hakara Satov. Have appreciation. Realize the good that your dog did. People of holiness shall you be to me. Don't be a denier of good unto yourself. Have some confidence have that wherewithal, have that attitude of, yeah, you may have messed up, you may have slipped up, but that does not take away from you being holy. Just like the owner must recognize the good in his dog and still offer it the sheep meat despite the fact that the dog messed up, so too we, in our service of Hashem, must recognize the inherent good and holiness in ourselves despite the fact that we have messed up. How often do we let the wolf right past us? How often do we fall to guard and fail to guard that which we are responsible for? How often do we give in and listen to the schemes and plots and plans of the Yetzer Hara? No matter what, we must remember that we are Anshe Kodesh, people of holiness. We must never lose sight of this. Messing up cannot be the cause for giving up. We must believe in ourselves, realize our inherent goodness and holiness, and get right 
back up. There is no room for red pens and for feelings of anger and sadness. Break those red pens. Throw them in the rivers. These emotions do not promote a successful learning process for life. Instead, we must recognize the good, pick ourselves up, and move on. You want to grade a test? You want to grade it? Okay, use a blue ink. Use black ink. Don't use red. Don't promote negativity. Don't promote the bad. Don't promote those things that get you edgy, that get you emotionally frustrated, upset, and anger. Rather, think about it. Contemplate it. Understand, yes, I may have messed up. I may have sinned. And I may have sinned bad. I messed up bad. But I'm still Anshay Kodesh. I'm a person. I'm a, we are people who are we are holy. Just like we should not be Kafoitov and be a denier of good for the dog. And therefore, even though it messed up, we throw him, the sheep, so too. Let's not be deniers of good. We all have an aspect of Tov, an aspect of good within us. Let us remember that. Let us not forget that. That is the same thing as let us remember that and let us not forget. I think it's the same thing. But the point we're trying to bring home is we all have that aspect of good. Let's be makir that. Hakarasatov inwards will actually be reflexive and reflective of how we view others as well. We'll start to see others in a better light. We'll start to see situations in our lives in a better light. And with that, I really appreciate you listening to another episode of the Torah Sparks podcast. Uh, Once again, we have uh, Baruch Hashem, a new WhatsApp chat called Motivate. Please email me, rabbistrumo at gmail.com. If you'd like to join that chat, post videos, blurbs, other stuff, Um, you know, motivation type of Torah-based Jewish content. Um, with that said, if you enjoyed this this uh, episode, please leave a rating and a review. It means a lot. And with all that said, having a fantastic rest of your week. All the best.